And we are live. The K&K Sports Show Super Bowl preview, Super Bowl number 56. We got a couple comments right out of the gate, guys. Our great friend Ricky Winkowich. I nailed that one tonight. Good evening, gentlemen. (laughs) And Jeremy Oswald. Good evening, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. Ricky, Jeremy, thank you. Hope Um, all's well your way. Boys, happy Super Bowl week. You know, it would be a lot nicer if one of our teams were in it. But, hey, you know what? We've had that in the past. This year we got Bengal fans and Ram fans. But, um, Mr. Rosen, how are you tonight? I'm doing super. Looking forward to a super show and very excited. Uh, I just want to say this. This is a Super Bowl show, but, you know, Kenny, I don't know if you want to give me two minutes later or if I have to wait for tomorrow next week. But I'm disgusted with these New York Knicks, Kenny. And I'm just, I'm going to rip, I'm, I'm going to rip them a, a new one, but um, we'll, we'll hold usually, off for that. Usually I say no problem, but I'm going to jump ahead and we'll, in the intro, but. I mean, this is ridiculous. We're not know, talking any Knicks tonight. All right, good. It's a super, good. it's a Super Bowl show. Good. And like Paul just said, super show. Good. And the Knicks are not super, so leave them out of the. All right, good. I, I see you took your hat off also. Kenny. Yeah, he took yeah, the hat off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I can handle a lot of things, but you know, I've been, good. I've been riding, I've been supporting them all year but i gotta give it a break uh eddie murphy same with the nets lol we put out a, a g league team last night yeah listen michael k said it today what a bad night of basketball last night and he's saying good evening eddie uh eddie i want i want to see i want eddie's response if eddie likes the little the little do up on the screen tonight with the super bowl and the rams and the bengals logo i hope eddie likes it uh mr kirkpatrick how are you tonight my friend Doing well. We got a fun-filled show, Super Bowl special, all Super Bowl related tonight, guys. We're going to try and hold off on other questions tonight. So let's try and keep it Super Bowl related in the audience. I know it's usually open agenda. We'll do our best to answer those other questions, but let's try and keep it Super Bowl related. Uh, we're going to have some friends and guests coming in all night. Our first uh, guest is waiting in the waiting room. We're going to bring him in in a minute right after our introductions here. And uh, we'll get the, the ball rolling. Uh, Eddie, Ricky saying, wait till you see Saturday set up. It's crazy. Awesome. Eddie Murphy saying, looks like Kurt is live from L.A. Yeah, so I got SoFi right behind <laughs> me here. Um, Mr. Siciliano, my friend. Last but not least, the man of the show, Mr. Sis. What's going on? Thank you for that introduction. It's so true. Uh, <laughs> look, looking very forward to Mr. Breslin. Yes teach some of these youngsters what, what the game's all about. I'm but pumped up too, good. sis, for that. Hope everybody's doing well. Yep. Without uh, further ado, Kurt, let's get the ball rolling. I'm going to bring our first guest in who needs no introduction. He's a regular on our Thursday show. Okay. But for those who don't know, we're going to bring in our friend, Mr. Carson Shear from Ticket Time, has joined us, and Wits and Wagers Thursdays is with us. Kenny, I'm getting a little oh, echo from you, Kenny. A little echo. Echo from like me. a clicking sound. What's while going you, on, guys? How while you figured out, let's get hey, to Mr. Uh, Shear. How are you? How are you, Mr. Shear? What's up, guys? How are we doing? Enjoying this Wednesday, and uh, we are a few days away, boys, from a great Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it. And we're going to say this, and not because he's our guy with wits and wages, but Carson is the only guy on this panel from day one this year. Watch out for the Rams. Stafford's going to bring them to the Super Bowl. So that's right. Mm-hmm. There we go. And that's why there you that's go. Why I know it's not, I said it's Super Bowl. So I'm going to get my one giants thing out of the way. Now 
That's why I trust Kenny Galladay next year with a new offensive coach. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go. Can I do my quick hitters quick, Kenny? Yeah, we bring Carson All up right. for quick hitters. I know he's got a stream coming up at 8.30. I want to thank him for coming on for a few minutes with us. Uh, of course. So we've got quick hitters with you, Carson, and then your Super Bowl prediction. All right. Sweet. I am going to go Paul. Carson, Sis, and Kenny. That's how I see you guys, okay? Paul, Carson, okay. Sis, Kenny. Here we go. Paul, favorite Super Bowl of all time? Got to be Super Bowl 42. Carson. Man, probably that, when You Brady know what? That's a mean, wait, wait. This is a mean question to ask Carson. I'm, we're not trying to be mean to the lion. <laughs> we're not. Him I swear to God, tell I'm him not. To, tell him to ask you that question after Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully my favorite one is if the Lions ever get it there. But uh, one that was pretty special was when Brady came back uh, 28 to 3. That was insane. Okay. Uh, Luby Rosen. Hi, guys. I'm getting our Super Bowl barbecue menu ready. Oh, Paul, uh-huh. you're a lucky guy, Paul. <laughs> Sis, favorite Super Bowl of all time? 42. Uh, I'm going to go 32, obviously, why, for our first Super Bowl win. Mr. Kirkpatrick, your favorite Super Bowl of all time? I'll go with the guys of 42, but our first Giants Super Bowl was also pretty special. Yeah, we don't remember yeah. that one around yeah. here. No, I didn't want to say – you notice I didn't say the number for you because we, yeah. beat, we beat the team called the, – the, was it that team in Denver? Yeah, that team in Denver. <laughs> don't remind them. Paul, on Sunday, would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? Well, I guess my, my early prediction uh, will say – Matthew Stafford, but you'll hear what I'm going to talk about later. So, but Matthew Stafford. Uh, real quick, Eddie's saying 42 and 46. Ricky's asking, am I allowed to, am I allowed more than one? No, Ricky, you got about 19. No, no. Uh, Carson, this is an easy one for you. Burrow or who would you rather have, Burrow or Stafford on Saturday? No, Stafford, no question. Sis? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> You Joey Burrow. Ooh. Kenny, you're going to tie this up? Mm, no, I'm going to give the slight edge to Stafford because he did it in his first year with the Rams. And, you know, like Carson said, all he needed was the, the weapons around him and the, the, the team around him. So I'm going to take Stafford here in the big spot. Eddie's going Stafford. Ricky's going Burrow. I'm going Stafford too. Eddie's saying Kenny would rather have Mitch Trubisky. Yep. <laughs> um, hey, we're close. We got Davis Webb. Yeah. 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 Woohoo. Well, if the Rams lose Sunday, is this year a complete bust? Seventy five percent. I wouldn't say complete, but seventy five percent. Darnell the playmaker saying Stafford also. What's uh, up, Darnell? Carson. Check out Darnell and Ricky on uh Pipe Bomb Radio. Uh awesome show on uh, Saturday, Arch Rivals Football. I've been on their show plenty of times. They do a great job. Absolutely. Check them out. Carson, if the Rams lose, is this year a bust? I think it is. You know, you talk about what they got to go and get Stafford. They went all in. They got Von Miller. They got Odell. They gave up a lot of their uh, pieces to the puzzle for their future. You know, it's not going to get any easier to have a home Super Bowl in your home stadium. You got to go out and win it. I'm with you, Carson. I think it's a bust also. Sis, is it a bust? Uh, side note to our audience, Kurt's 0-3 in the last three Super Bowls. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's not. A, I don't think it's a bust. No, I don't. I am. I think I am. Yeah, you're bad. Kenny. You're bad pick. 
Paul. I think Paul nailed it. I think it's like a 70, 70 to 75% bust if they are. Not a complete bust, but close to it. All right. Luby started this one off. We're going to add on to her. Paul, pizza, wings, or both for Sunday? Or neither? It's Well, I know what our menu is, so I'm going to say neither. <laughs> Carson, pizza, wings, both, neither. Best through a Super Bowl Sunday. The more food, the merrier. Bring it all home. Darnell's <laughs> saying both. Eddie's also saying, is it really a home game? I think there'll be more Cincy fans in L.A. Ricky's saying wings and chili. No way. Pizza, wings, both, or neither. How about Rosen? He's having a barbecue. He didn't invite nobody. Since <laughs> <laughs> we leave on go, Friday, we can get to, there. You're all invited to, to, to Florida. There you go. Florida. I'm going... Because I'm Sicilian, I'm going with the raviolis and the sauce. <laughs> All right. Kenny, pizza wings, both neither. And I'm not invited up to New Jersey for that, sis? Sure you are. Get on a bus and come Let's on. Let's go. Now. Let's I'm, go. I'm there for that. Uh, <laughs> if I was in New Jersey, it would 100% be pizza. But now it's more 50-50, so I'm going to say both. Okay. Um, um, this might be the most important question of the week. Paul, will you have any kind of betting action, boxes, or anything on this game? I, I know that the short answer is no. I wish I did, but no. Carson. Took the Rams plus uh, 900 before the year started, and uh, if it hits, I win a cool 900 bucks, so go Rams. Nice. Wow. Good luck. Wow. Nice. Uh, real quick, Eddie's saying average ticket price this Super Bowl this year, is it? he's saying 9000 I heard five. If it's nine, that's crazy. No, Eddie, five was the cheapest. Oh, cheapest, cheapest. Oh, average. Okay. Eddie Murphy's also saying pigs in a blanket, wings and pizza. Oh, yeah, I'm Eddie. I'm with you. Um, sis, any betting action on this game? Absolutely not. Verrilli's <laughs> <laughs> answering with blank on a shingle. I guess that's what his answer is for, for his food. Any kind of action, Kenny? Yeah, I'm going to throw some. We're going to have wits and wagers tomorrow. We'll have fun prop. We'll have some fun prop bets for you guys to, to pick tomorrow. And uh, I think I'm going to have some fun with the prop bets this year. All right. Paul, will you watch the, I believe it's the Snoop Dre. I'm not sure if it's Eminem. Is it, is it Eminem mm -hmm. too? Eminem, yep. will you watch the halftime show? No. <laughs> Carson. Oh, 100%. It's supposed to be one of the greatest halftime shows of all time. Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Dr. Dre. That's a that's a hell of a lineup. I'm with you, Carson. I will definitely be watching. I always watch it. Sis, will you watch it? Only if Martha Stewart's on with Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick. I think I'll watch it. He's I'm not watching it. That was our hip hop phase. Ricky saying, "Oh, uh, wait, um, the playmaker Darnell saying Snoop Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. That is a that is a pretty damn good lineup. That's a good lineup." Yeah, we grew. I grew up in the '90s in those clubs where they started playing that. You know, Snoop and Dre and Ricky know, so saying it's hosted by be... Snoop and Martha Stewart. Sis, there you go. <laughs> there you go, sis. I guess you're watching. <laughs> Yeah, like we couldn't get Kenny out of the Woody Paul Club in uh, New York on oh, Canal Street. Culture Club. Culture Club. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, we had, Paul. We had oh, to sorry. drag him out. Paul, for the MVP, will it either be either quarterback, Burrow or Stafford, or the field? 
either quarterback. Carson. I'd go with quarterback, but a sneaky one would be Cooper Cup if the Rams won. It would. The only thing they said about that, like they were talking about that the other day, but they're saying it's so hard because whatever he has, Stafford's going to have. Yeah. You know, it's like exactly. unless they he runs two in or something right. crazy. Yeah. Ricky's taking the field. Eddie Murphy's taking um, Odell Beckham. Sis, either quarterback, would you take the quarterbacks or the field for MVP? It's always the quarterback, so I'll take the quarterbacks. Yep. You know what? I'm with Verrilli on this. Someone on the Rams defense. I'm going Von Miller or uh, Donald, man. They they might oh. have like 12 sacks. Seriously, they might do something crazy. You stole I saw my some prediction about that. I'm going to you know? sprinkle a few dollars on those defensive guys. Yeah. And don't count Jalen Ramsey out, I, too. Yep. If Burrow mm-hmm. starts to, to try and force it into Chase, and if Ramsey's on Chase... Don't be surprised if Ramsey gets uh, yep. has a game. Verrilli's all over that man because that you that's know a that great whole, call, that's a great call. Um, all right, in this game, this is a tough one. Would you rather have Paul Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? Actually, that was one of my questions um, that I was going to ask you guys, but um, I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup, too. Henry Ziminoff, our good friend, is saying, I sense a blowout in the first half from the Rams. Verrilli's saying eight mm. sacks in round one. Verrilli's also taking Cooper Cup. Cup or Chase, Carson? Yeah, I think it's you got to go with the Triple Crown winner this year, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had an outstanding year, uh, like we all know, and he would not have this big of success if it was for Stafford. I mean, he was a receiver on the Rams last year, but now he's a household name because yep. of this year, because Stafford played a big yeah. part. Mr. Sis, Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? I'm going to go, even though I don't think the Rams are going to win, I'll go with Cooper Cooper Cup for that uh, that question for the show. All right, Darnell saying Cup, but by only by an inch. I'm going Cup also. Kenny? Let's be different. Let's go Chase because I'm going to say the Rams are not going to shadow Chase. So when Chase is on the other other guy and not Ramsey, I could see Chase having a big, you know, one of those big 50-yard touchdowns or break a big one. I could see Chase having a bigger game because of that. Um. All right, two more. Paul, do you trust Sean McVay in this game? I'm going to say for this game, yes. I think he learned from two years ago, and I think he's going to he, he's going to prove he's one of the best coaches in the NFL by winning this game. Carson, do you trust McVay? Yeah, I got to agree with Coach. I think uh, Sean McVay, he's been here once before, could not get the job done. It's in his home stadium. I think he's going to get it done this year. Of really saying yes, Eddie's saying if Bengals win, they have to run the the run game has to work. Sis, I know you're not the biggest fan of McVay. Do you trust him in this game? Absolutely not. He'll be out of all three timeouts before the halftime. <laughs> you better hope not. Kenny. He's I'm gonna terrible. trust him in this game. He's terrible. Not a hundred percent, but I'm gonna say that he's gonna grow a set and he's gonna call a fake punt with Johnny Hecker. Okay. Listen to this stat. Henry's saying in the last six Super Bowl games, teams that have won the coin toss before the kickoff lost the game. Will the coin toss curse continue this Sunday? That's a crazy (laughs) stat. (laughs) And my last one, Paul, do you remember or can you show us your reaction to when your team won the Super Bowl? 
I, I will tell you this. When I sat in Glendale, Arizona, when the Giants won Super Bowl 42, I will tell you I was crying. So I'm not going to cry, but I will tell you I was crying sitting there watching the Giants upset the 18-1 and one Pats. That's a great one. Um, Carson, again, we're not trying to be funny on here, but Carson, what would your, what do you think your reaction would be? I'm sure would be if what? The Lions won a Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. I would, that'd be, that'd be unbelievable. I mean, that is of the sports. And, you know, like I said, you, uh, you guys have all experienced one. I'm hoping to experience one one day, but uh, it would be, it'd be an amazing, uh, uh, experience for the city of Detroit if we could ever get one. But, you know, I think I have a better chance of uh, getting struck by lightning five times. <laughs> um, you know, I listen, 1997, it was just awesome. I remember watching that game, and the game was like back and forth, like so many lead changes with Green Bay, and it was like, oh my God. And then finally, when Favre threw it, Tremora and Mobley broke it up, and I, I was like, pinch me, is this real? I was just going absolutely nuts. I'll never forget it. Um, then the year, the, the, the best one was the year after that though. That was like, sit back. Denver was always in control against Atlanta. And it's like, that was like more pressure on that one. But that first one, it was awesome. Sis, do you remember your first, uh, Giants went in the Super Bowl? Yep. Boop, boop. There it is. <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick, you. I was with a friend, uh, I think it was Mark. I think I was watching with Mark and uh, pretty much lost my, went to school the next day with no voice. So a lot of screaming, you know, the Denver one, but the more, more realistic one was uh, Super Bowl 25 wide, right? I, uh, I lost it. <laughs> there you go. Couple we were more screaming comments. in the streets. We were all, we were having our own little uh, parade down uh, Garfield, New Jersey. Couple comments, McVeigh Eddie from Eddie McVeigh. Lucky he went against Jimmy G last game. Going to the last comment, Ricky saying he had goosebumps and tears. Virilli saying he was ten, he was picking his nose and blanking his butt. So hey, if that worked for Virilli, yeah. that's all it is. He's lucky he won one at ten. I had to wait till we were out of uh, high school to see. Yeah, ours. at least he won one. Um, Eddie Murphy saying if the Lions ever won, Michigan would not be around longer. Any there, there would be no more Michigan. The people would just go nuts. Darnell yeah. saying jumping up and down as an eighth, as an eighth grader when the greatest show on turf won at Grandma's house. Right, Darnell is a Rams fan. Yeah. Uh, and then Eddie saying if the helmet catch play happens now, do you think it would have been called dead in today's football? Possible point. Yeah. Is that for quick hitters, Mr. Those are the quick Super Bowl quick hitters, Mr. Carpaccio. Right. Can I, Kurt, can I ask Carson a question about Matthew Stafford? Of course. Carson. Yeah. Does Matthew Stafford need to win the Super Bowl to cement his legacy for the Hall of Fame, you think? Yeah, that's a good point that you brought up. There is a lot of uh undervalued stats about Matthew Stafford. I think he's 13th all time in passing yards. He's about to cross 50,000 in his career. I think if he wins Sunday, I think he's Hall of Famer for sure. I think this would put him in. I, I agree. Uh, so that's it for quick hitters. Let's, Carson, keep you for another minute. Why don't you give us yeah, a I got quick hit again? Too. I got another 10 minutes. We got we got Coach Breslin in the waiting room. So let's give us your, your uh, quick keys to the to the game in like two minutes or less, and then we'll get Coach Breslin in and your prediction. 
and then tomorrow we'll do our real our real wits and wagers uh, program. So, what are your keys to the to the Rams winning this game? So, I know you're going with the Rams. Yeah, yeah I think um, they just they can't do what they did against Tampa Bay. You know, if they got if they hold, they got to hold the lead if they get one. Um, they got to slow down. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Ramsey and Chase. That match is going to be interesting. Um, obviously, the 49ers two weeks ago they were the one of the best rushing teams in football they were to slow down they were able to slow down uh the run if they can stop mixing and force Bur burrow to throw the ball that offensive line is going to have a nightmare to deal with donald and miller and those guys so um yeah i think they gotta attack burrow and uh with the offensive side of the ball i think they just keep doing what they do best is uh find the open weapons downfield get stafford protection time to throw and he'll uh he'll do his thing and the run game is going to be important as well no, I got two more quick hitter questions for you. You're, mm -hmm. Are you hosting a party? Are you going to a party or neither? Yeah, I'm actually going to uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Me and my friends uh, are going to be watching the Super Bowl together. Uh, so it's going to be pretty cool because we all grew up watching Stafford together. That's great. Uh, and That's now great. we're going to be able to see him together in the Super Bowl. So That's awesome. awesome. That's great. I'm, uh, I'm going to yeah. text you. I got uh, – I'm going to text you off the off the show. My friend, my cousins have a bar slash restaurant in Charleston. Oh, cool! If Sounds you guys, good. Yeah. Guys, check it out. I'll tell them that. Uh, yeah, I'm sending. You know, just send my name. Tell my name, and then you probably sure. uh, get some hookups there. And your prediction, Carson, real quick. Yeah, I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. You know the. The Bengals, they they are uh, they've had one hell of a year. Nobody thought that they would get to the Super Bowl. And really, there's not really a so-called villain in this Super Bowl. You've got the underdog story with the Bengals, and then you've got Matthew Stafford, who was who suffered for over a decade in Detroit, and he deserves everything that comes to him. So honestly, you know, I'm hoping for the Rams to win. I think it's going to be a close game, but I would be also happy too if the Bengals won with the story and the season they've had. Also, you know what's so funny just, about that, Carson? I was talking with Jen the other day, and she's like. I said, who's going to win? You know, who do you want to win? And she's like, you know, I, I, there's no hatred this year. There's no Brady right. or Patriots or, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. like a team like that, you know, like a Giants, an NFC East team. It's like, like you're yeah. saying, you hey, are like, I hey, want the Rams, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, I'm, it's I'm true. Gonna, I'm going to say like a 30 to 24 game and okay. it might go into overtime too. I like that prediction. Uh, anything else guys, Carson, real quick. That's it. We got Coach Breslin waiting. Carson, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Good luck, Sunday. I know you got a stream. Carson. Good luck, Carson. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Best of, best of luck tonight on your stream. And uh, where can we find you tonight if people want to join you and uh, watch uh, your stream this evening? Yeah, always. Uh, thanks again for having me, guys. Appreciate you guys always having me on. Looking forward to tomorrow's show as well. But yeah, if you guys are interested in casino content you can find me on my live streams on twitch just search up ticket time and you'll find me there we do shows mondays wednesdays and saturdays at uh 8 30 eastern time carson awesome win job. some money tonight throw it all on stafford on sunday there we go <laughs> that's, that's it that's it right. carson have a great evening we'll see you tomorrow night yeah it sounds good to see you guys good luck Take care, everybody see you later carson. carson hi carson uh i'm gonna bring our next guest right in Coach Breslin, we're a little late. <laughs> hey, Coach. Hey, how you guys doing? Can you see my board? Yes, we can. Uh, there he is. Yes, man. Sir. Sorry, we're we doing a, you know these type of shows. We run a little behind, so you, you're used no, to no, this. No but us. At all. Let me see. 
if I can try to get this a little closer for you too. So I don't know, let's see if that makes a difference or not. That's yeah, there, there we go. Good. It's clear enough. That's better. Yes, yeah. sir. Cool. How doing, so coach? how you guys doing tonight? All right. We're good. good. How's it? Good. good to see you as always. Nice to see you guys too. Just busy, man, running all over. We brought you in, Kurt. We brought Sis. with Paul. We want to bring you in for your whiteboard special. Awesome. Right, you know, chalking it up. The defensive like guys. Heavy so, hitters, man. Heavy I know we got. A, I know we got a couple. Uh, couple of questions for you regarding the the Rams defense. I think that's what we drew up, right? The Rams defense. Sure, that's what we had talked about. Absolutely. So we can talk about those questions first. You guys, you guys, mind if I go first? Get no, real, out. real quick though, Kenny. Our good friend Dan Worley saying hello, my good friend. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. Nice. I like the background sure. too, Kurt. Looking it, good. It's like I'm live in LA. I know. Nice. <laughs> Coach, my first quick one for you, my, my quick one for you is uh, we all know uh, the Bengals got a nice little offense there, but their offensive line is kind of weak. I want to know how you would stop, uh, how you plan on stop. If you were a defensive coordinator, what would you do with Jamar Chase? Would you, you uh, double team him? Would you keep him with Jalen Ramsey, et cetera? How would you defend Jamar Chase? Well, I think what's going to happen is that, uh, and I saw this, I was reading the article a little bit too, uh, I think they're going to put Ramsey on Chase no matter what, right? Again, Sis and I, we talked about this all the time, and Belichick is, is known for this. You have to stop their number one priority, okay? Exactly. They're paying Jalen Ramsey a lot of money. Now, are they going to change coverages? Are there going to be situations where they could potentially – double cover him and here's here's where that could potentially happen Jalen Ramsey is going to be on Jamar Chase the whole time okay how they're going to potentially double cover them is that they could potentially run cover one right and if they run cover one they're going to say everybody has their own guy and then they could potentially if Jamar Chase goes to the middle of the field that safety could end up you know helping in, in those situations uh, you know that's one way of doing it to allow them to the ability to double cover him in, in some situations, but they're going to try to take their number one guy out of the mix by putting Jalen Ramsey on him most of the time. Will they try to run some zone coverages just to try to mess them up? Sure. They're going to, you know, they're not just going to run, you know, man coverage the whole time, but when it push comes to shove, Jalen Ramsey will be on Jamar Chase without a doubt. Uh, Paul, you want to, why don't you get your question in? Yeah, I, I, I had a similar question that you did, Kenny. But, Coach, so if Jalen Ramsey is one-on-one, -on -one, the Bengals still have two very good receivers, um, Boyd and Higgins. How do the Rams defend those two weapons? Uh, well, I think, again, there are going to be situations where they're going to be one-on-one. -on -one. They're playing man coverage, uh, and they're trying to take away – uh, chase with potentially the ability to, uh, you know, have the safety over the top to help on him. Those guys are going to have to get open for the, the Bengals to be successful. So if they run in situations where those guys are starting to become successful, then they're going to have to change coverages, zone them up a little bit. So they're not playing, you know, man to man. But what I would say is this, I'm going to make sure in those situations, you know, force them to beat you with those other two guys. Don't allow Jamar Chase to beat you, right? Mm -hmm. 
one of the things I did look up too is the Rams have probably and they're in the top ten in run defense. Okay, so they're they're front seven. They're pretty good from run defense perspective. So if they can stop the run again, that's going to be huge for them. But I'm going to make those other two guys make plays. And if they could make plays, then sure. Then you have to change coverages. You got to mix it up, and you have to do that anyway. But I'm still going to say Jamar Chase is going to be the guy that I am going to make sure because when it's crunch time, where do you think that Joe Burrow is going to look? Yep. He's going to look to him first. And if he's not open, you're hoping those other guys are going to get open. Uh, and just to piggyback off of that, the the safety that's coming in, who's you know he's coming, he's retired. You know, he's going to have to make some plays. And if he can't cover those guys, they're going to have to do something different. Uh, awesome, Coach. Sis, what do you got for Coach? Yeah, Coach, um, do they beat them up front? And do they play, <clears throat> excuse me, half man, half zone in this game? Well, one of the things I did some research on with the Rams is they play a lot of uh, – they'll play some quarter-quarter half coverage – Right. Okay. So they're going to play and they could do that potentially to Jamar Chase's side where, uh, you know, they have if he's to that side and they run quarters to his side, they have two, they have, a, you know, two deep guys to force them to do something underneath. Right. Sure. And then to the opposite side, run like a cover two scheme where you're going to jam and then you're just going to play over the top. So that corner is sitting for any type of a flat route. If they don't, if they don't get any type of pressure to the flat, all right, then you have a situation where that corner can get depth to take away anything a little deeper and make that window a lot tighter to get the ball in. Uh, so I see some of those kind of coverages to take away the the big the big plays. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, uh, I think that the Bengals are going to have to do something where they're going to have to get the ball out a lot faster. And if they're doing that and you're playing man coverage, that's going to make it more difficult for them to be able to get that ball out faster in, in some situations. Okay. Thank awesome. you. And Kurt. Coach, I got one. Um, I know they always say this is the key against Brady, but from the looks of it, you know, they do struggle. Cincinnati struggles with their O-line. The Ram strength and really saying it too is that front four. How nice is it if they could consistently get pressure just with that those front four? I guess I have two-part questions. So now you have seven in coverage. What can that do? Like, if they could do that, and now you as a D coordinator, hey, I have seven now to play around with this. How nice is that? And would you be worried at all? Because in the last, I believe it was the game against KC, Burrow did make a couple, you know, have a couple three, you know, on third downs. Um you know, third and sevens, runs for eight, gets the first down. Would you think about spying him at all in situations like that? Uh, not unless he's going to beat me, you know, all the time. I'm not going to spy. I'm probably not going to spy Joe Burrow. But what I am going to say is this, and I think it's really important, is rush lanes, right? Being able to make sure. One of the things we talk about, uh, you know, we actually talked about this, you know, a couple of weeks, you know, the state championship game is, You know, if these guys, you know, Von Miller, if Von Miller is just running up the field and getting past the quarterback's leverage in his shoulder, now you've just created a huge rush line. So you have to get to a certain point where you get to where he is, and then if you have to, then you've got to work back inside. Joe Burrow's very, very, you know, mobile. He does a good job with that. 
So there's going to be situations where he could potentially get a first down, uh, but rush lanes are going to be important. And one of the things that is also important, I think, is, and I've seen this on film from the Rams, is even if they just bring an extra linebacker up to the line of scrimmage, and whether they drop him or not, allowing, making the Bengals single block guys is going to be a problem for them. Uh, and if they, whether they're putting three to a side, which they've done in some situations, so they're going to put their nose, they're going to put their end and the linebacker to one side. So now they're going to have to slide, protect that. Are they going to have to then keep like Joe Mixon in to help chip those guys to force them to, uh, you know, not get to the quarterback? Those kind of things are going to have to happen because if it's one-on-one, uh, <clears throat> they're going to have some major issues of trying to protect. So that's why I'm talking about trying to get the ball out early, some short passes, some bubble screens, or anything to try to slow them down a little bit to, you know, because you don't want to get sacked nine times again. Coach, I got one more for you. As a de- if you were a defensive coordinator of the Rams and they said to you, you could either have Donald or Von Miller, just one of them go off and just be disruptive. If you were the defensive coordinator, which one would you rather have the bigger game? Donald from the inside or Vaughn from the outside? Uh, uh, me, Don, uh, Donald from the inside. Because if you can put pressure up front in his face and you talk about Tom Brady, when does Tom Brady have the most amount of issues is yep. when somebody is coming straight up in his face and it's forcing him to maneuver or try to throw over. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow's very good at, you know, if that guy is coming from the outside, he's going to step up and he's going to be able to avoid that coming from right up the middle makes it very, very hard to be able to make throws. So, Hey, listen, if I can, if I can play with four up front and put pressure on and I can cover with seven, uh, that's a win-win for me. And then pick and choose when I'm going to blitz and really try to put them in binds of single blocking me. And now I have to block single block, uh, you know, Von Miller, I have to uh, do it for the other guy. It, you know, that's that's hard to do. Coach, do you see the Rams moving Donald? Of course, having him come up the middle is a big advantage, but to exploit their weak offensive line, do you see them moving him around to try and exploit the weakest player on the offensive line for the Bengals? A hundred percent. Let me ask you this question, Paul. When Tufts got hurt for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what did they do with him? They put him right over that guy and yeah. made him block him. They're yep. going to there. You know, me personally, exactly. I'm going to find the weakest link of their offensive line, which I think is probably, a, I believe it's the, uh, the right guard is one of their weakest links. Absolutely. I am going to find ways to make him have to single block him. Uh, every time. If I'm putting three to a side and forcing him to single block me, I'm going to do that. Force them to make sure, all right, that they're going to have to do something different. Yeah. All the time. Yep. Kurt, I'm going to pull Coach away from the whiteboard for two minutes before we sit and have him do a little would you rather. I know, Paul, if this steals anything from your segment, I apologize. but That's all right. It's going to be for us anyway, because I think we may have some similarities here. Not a problem. Coach, I'm going to do a would you rather L.A. versus Cincinnati style with with you, and we'll see who wins out of L.A. and Cincinnati. Uh, would you rather have 
Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup, Coach? Uh, uh, you know what? Listen, I think Jamar Chase is a stud, okay? Uh, and I don't believe you have to you can you have to double cover Cooper Cup, but I think in situations you have to double cover Jamar Chase. So me, I want the, I, I I want Jamar Chase. Okay. I like Cooper Cup. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great player, but uh, I think you know Jamar Chase gives you other types of of things that he can't do. Awesome. I'm going to stay in the football theme here for this next one. Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow? I know Kurt asked that in his quick mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. I like Joe Burrow. I like his moxie. I, you know, he won a national championship. Uh, you know, he's done things. Again, we talk about getting sacked nine times and still coming out and, and being successful. So he's a tough dude. Uh, if I had to pick and choose, again, I think the Rams have a better team. But if I had to pick somebody that I was going to start a team with and I had those two choices, I'm probably picking Joe Burrow. Okay. A oh. uh, little food question here for you. Uh, L.A. created the French dip. Would you rather have a French dip or Cincinnati-style chili? <laughs> I'm going to go with the French dip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a fun one. Uh which actress would you rather see or, you know, Marilyn Monroe or Doris Day? Uh, I'm going to go Marilyn Monroe. Uh, two quarterbacks that were born. One was born in L.A., one was born in Cincinnati. Roger Staubach or Russell Wilson? little today and past thing. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm one of the older guys. Roger Staubach, he was a great player. Uh, so uh, I'm going with Roger Staubach. Uh, you know, I'm a Redskins fan, so when I'm rooting, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, well, commander also, fan. You got to get used to saying commanders, coach. I know. Commanders. Commanders. Yeah, well, you know what? It's one off the record. It's one off the record. Commanders or Washington football team? Uh, Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. I got it. It's going to take some time to get used to commanders. A couple yeah, baseball I ones to, for you, coach. Mike Piazza or Johnny Bench? Uh, I'm a Cincinnati Red fan, Johnny Bench. Nice. Did not know that. And I guess I know where you're going on this one. Pee Wee Reese or Barry Larkin? Martin. And the last one before your prediction, L.A. Law or WKRP in Cincinnati? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember WKRP as well, but L.A. Law is good. I like L.A. All right. And your Super Bowl prediction, Coach. Well, you know what? When, you well, know, I'm going to tell you this before you go, Coach. You are tied four for L.A. and four for Cincinnati. So your prediction is going to tell you if you're more L.A. or Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Well, <laughs> again, I'm concerned. I, I want – I'm not – I don't want the Rams to win because of Jalen Ramsey. I'm not a fan, and I'm not a fan of OBJ, right? I'm just not a fan of either one of those guys. And a boy, Coach, either of mine. Right, but <laughs> – I think they're going to struggle. I really do. They are going to have a hard time protecting. I think they could potentially run into a problem being able to run the ball. And then what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and if Jalen Ramsey takes Jamar Chase out of the game, for the most part, again, he's going to make some plays. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it could be a situation where the Bengals are going to be in trouble. Just my gut feeling, uh, I, you know, I'm hoping that's not the case, but I think this could be a situation where the game gets out of reach for them. Uh, and they are trying to just throw the ball down the field to try to make plays. And they're going to have, listen, I have a funny feeling if they can't run the ball at all, that these guys are just going to tee off and they're going to put Burrow with a first and 10. Mixon in the backfield and he's hit off right out of the blocks that time by Washington. They're down, steps up and will take off and get the first down. 10, Baker Mixon moving up Burrow and down wide open. He's got Higgins again inside the 15. Throws looking for Cop and he hits him. Got to be. You know, line play and how important line play is. Uh, As much as I want to root for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, I just think they're going to struggle up front. And unless they have a great plan of how they're going to get the ball out fast, uh, you know, I'd like to see that. And I'm hoping that happens. I I just think they're going to struggle a little bit. Guys, anything else for Coach Breslin? That's it. He's the best. He was amazing. The best. Personally, thank you for your busy schedule coach to take oh. time with us for a few minutes is greatly, uh, greatly appreciated. No, no problem at all. I enjoy coming on all the time as always. And uh, like I said, you know, if they put situations where they're going to go one to one-on-one, they will truly struggle being able to block with that offensive line. And it could potentially be a long day, but uh, you know, you always hope it's a good game. I just, I don't know. My, yeah. my gut feeling is that it's going to be two touchdowns. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, no Coach. Enjoy. Thank Enjoy you, Coach. Coming on, Coach. That was guys, great. Guys, as always, I appreciate your time and uh, appreciate the opportunity. We'll see and on. talk to you soon. You got to talk to you soon. Thank you, right. Coach. All right. Got a couple comments. Dan, Cup is a beast. Dan's also saying Cincinnati has never won, even though I didn't want them there. It would be cool to see him win it. Uh, Dan's also saying Boyd's going to have a big game. For really, keep Burroughs on the turf simple. Uh, Dan saying, I've been doing pretty well predicting football the last few weeks, including calling Brady's retirement. He's picking Bengals 28-23. Nice. Kurt, you're going to have the pleasure of introducing our next two guests. All right. Here they are. They're back in action. (laughs) What's up, boys? First off, I want to give a shout-out to Xavier. It was his 11th birthday yesterday, so happy birthday, Xavier. Hello. Hi. For those who don't know, who are these guys? These are Joey and Xavier Sure, my nephews. They've been big football fans, and uh, we're ready to go for them. So uh, let's let's just start very simple, guys. Okay, one's a, just to give you one's a Xavier's a Bronco fan. Joe is a Green Bay fan. So Paul, that could be a major problem down the road in a couple of weeks. You know, it could be a major problem. But, um, Joe, I'll just start with you, Joe. Give me who's going to win the Super Bowl. Give me a score and give me the MVP. <laughs> the Rams. Matthew, uh, MVP, Matthew Stafford, uh, 28-14. All right. Xavier, what about you? What's your predictions? Like, no, no, no. Can you, can you tell me, like, what, who do you think and who do you think? <laughs> what do you got, Xavier? Who do you got? <laughs> um, Bengals. You got the Bengals, and who's got who do you got for the MVP? Um, what's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? <laughs> Burrow, oh, Burrow, Chase. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Burrow. Okay. 
Did you guys did you guys say hi to 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 um, his nephews, Mr. Paul and Mr. Sis? Hey, hello, guys. Hi. hey guys, how you doing? Hi. These guys are big sports fans, Paul. I mean, we you know they they know, and I tell you, they know the sports. They're unbelievable with the sports. I gotta just ask this one question to Xavier. Well, wait, Xavier. wait, wait! Before we ask any more questions, I do this every time the boys come on. Before we continue, boys, are we doing good in school? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Doing good. Hey, Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. Should Aaron Rodgers be traded to the Broncos? No. <laughs> That's a Packer fan. That's, That's the Packer, Packer fan. <laughs> Xavier, do you want Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback? I don't know. We'll have a conversation later boy. tonight. Marquez, you're smart, Xavier. Sis, anything for the boys? Yep. Happy birthday, Xavier. Thanks. And uh, Joey, what, what sports are you playing now, Joe? Basketball? Yeah. Do you like basketball better than football? Uh, no. That's a good, good man. These guys got the giggles tonight. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fired up. I got to tell you, they're, uh, you know, listen, they're PS5 fans. They did very well from Christmas from everybody, from all the families. So uh, they're big PS5 guys. But um, I think they'll be happy. I, I think Xavier's going to, you know, Xavier's going to look good in the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers orange jersey. That's all I'm going to say. I'm guys. <laughs> That's it. All right, so boys, are we having uh, pizza, wings, or what are we eating? Uh, pizza, 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 pizza. What's the favorite pizza. topping on pizza? Pepperoni, cheese? Pepperoni, cheese, sauce. As long as you don't say Hawaiian, you're okay in That's my it. Group, guys. That's it. Yeah. Oh, we lost it. There you are. All right, boys, anything last thing? Um, you know, what? No. What, oh, I got one more thing for I got one more thing for Joe. Jimmy Garoppolo, do you think he's a good quarterback? No, gosh. Dog water. <laughs> I can't hear you. They're fired up, man. He's good. He's good. He's good. They got he's good. He's good. How much sugar did they eat? Yeah, they got sugar. Misbehaving tonight. They're misbehaving tonight. They got sugar tonight. All right, boys, I think we're good. One one has the one has the Lions. One has the Rams. One has the Bengals, Garoppolo, Stafford. And uh, neither wants uh, Aaron Rodgers to go to Denver. So I think we're good. We'll get there. I'll get Xavier. I'll talk to Xavier about that. Wait, 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 Dave it. comes on and gives that. I hope Dave's, I hope Dave's listening that your nephew doesn't want Aaron Rodgers no, and he's a Bronco fan. No. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, thank you for coming on for a couple minutes right. with us. Have a good Later night, giggles. boys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Paul, I got to show you a video of when, oh my God, it had to be about five or six years ago. So the little one had to be like. While you're talking, four. I'm bringing in one of our regulars. And it was just, it was just us. crazy of like, you know, T knew every quarterback. It was, it, yeah. these guys are nuts. It's, it's great. Yeah. You know, well, there he is. That's wonderful. There the he feeling is. is in time for what's on Sis's mind. Time, uh, I love it. You're up, sis. What is on your mind? Guys, by the way, breaking news. We have not had any comments so far throughout the week. So nothing up on the board for Beelan yet, but he has time tonight to say something. <laughs> well, right now, We're going to have nothing. a March Madness bracket, Beelan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, sis, you are up, my friend. First time I get interrupted tonight, I will stop my segment. So, you know, <laughs> I will move on. Okay. <laughs> hmm, we'll start with Kurt, Paul, Kenny, and Beelan. Will this be an exciting game or boring, Kurt? More boring than exciting. Paul. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with Kurt. I think it's gonna be an exciting game. Kenny. More exciting than people think. I'm gonna say exciting. Beelan. Very exciting. A lot of playmakers on both sides of the team. Okay. Next question. Who will step up and who will be a disappointment <clears throat> player wise? Kurt. I'm going to say Beckham. Is, Odell Beckham is going to – I'm going to say this. Odell Beckham, I think, has a legit chance for MVP in this game. And okay. I'm going to say disappointment, I'm going to say, is Joe Mixon because they're just not going to be able – like Coach Breslin said, they're not going to be able to run the ball at all. And, I mean, it's gonna they're going to take him completely out of the game. So I'm going to go Mixon as a disappointment. Paul, same question. Um. I'm going to agree with Kurt, uh, OBJ, and not because it's going to be his fault, but I'm going to say Joe Burrow may not have the game that he's been playing over the last few weeks with, in the playoffs. Kenny. I'm going to go running back for the Rams, Cam Akers. It's going to be have a big game. Disappointment is going to be on the Bengals' side. Coach Breslin said he thinks Ramsey's going to be glued to Chase the whole game. I'm going to say Jamar Chase is going to have a disappointing game. Mr. Beelan. Man, I'm going to go opposite in all you guys. I'm going to go Jamar Chase is going to blow out Ramsey. And it's going to be disappointing is going to be the Rams defensive line, which I know Sis is big on defensive lines. The next question, Kurt, is it Stafford or Burrow who will make a huge difference in this game? I'm going to say Stafford because I just think, again, Burrow's just going to get harassed. You saw it last year with Tampa Bay on Mahomes, and, you know, you're not playing Kansas City's defense this week. So I'm going to go Stafford, and I just think Mahomes is going to be pressured all night long. So I think Stafford will make the better play. Cool. Bigger play. Yeah, I'm going to echo Kurt. Stafford. Kenny. I'm with uh, Kurt and Paul. I'm going to go Stafford as well. Before I jump to the next one, this is really interesting. I forgot Mr. Beelan, can you insist? Oh, I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. It's John. okay. It's okay. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Burrow because Burrow has nothing to lose. Stafford, they traded for him. They got everything there. They got that, that that's a good team. point. That's a lot of pressure on Stafford. A lot of pressure. First time in the Super Bowl. Sorry about that. that first Beelan. time for Burrow. A lot of people aren't looking at this, but I did some homework this afternoon with this. It really jumped out when you look at the Bengals, okay? They held Kansas City and Mahomes to three points in the second half. That's a huge, huge stat in my book. Mm -hmm. But that's just – I just wanted to throw that in there. Okay. Will – excuse me. Will Eli Apple get toasted for a touchdown? Kurt? Yes. Paul? Yes, he will be a baked apple. Kenny? I like that. Agree. He's going to get beat for a touchdown. And Mr. Beelan? 
twice, he's going to be an apple pie. <laughs> Back to Kurt. Can the Bengals run the ball on the Rams? No. Paul. I don't think so. Kenny. I say yes. Mr. Beelan. They can get that zone, that zone in there. I think they definitely could. Okay. Back to Kurt. Here's the key, though, sis. The, the, the Bengals can't be mm. like, you know, three carries for 10 yards and say we can't. They got to run the ball. They got to oh, yeah. all they, game long. Oh, they got to 20, oh, 25, oh, 30 oh, carries. They got to run the ball. Coach Breslin nailed it. If, if you got to go to throwing a bomb. Every They're done. Other... They're dead. They're oh, dead. Yeah, the, game, the game's over. I agree with that. We're going to go back to Mr. Valenti. Rams D. Can they shut down the Bengals offense? Yes. Mr. Paul. I, I think they can, but I think the Bengals have enough explosive weapons that they can explode a couple of times and, and move the ball. So I'll say yes, but it, it can happen at times that the Bengals okay. can uh, move the ball. Kenny? Not, Rams aren't going to be able to, I'm going to say no. I think the Bengals are going to put up enough points that the, the Rams defense ain't going to be uh, the deciding factor here. Okay. Mr. Bieland. Nah, I don't. I, I don't think Jimmy Burrow, Jimmy Burrow, Joey Burrow is going to be the next wave of quarterbacks coming through, like Mahomes was. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Kurt, more pressure, Burrow or Stratford? Stafford. Stafford. Well, what do you mean, like oh. pressure from defense who, or pressure on, no, on no. to win? No, who has more pressure on them in this oh, game? Beelan nailed it, Stafford. Okay, yeah. Paul. Yeah, agree. It's Stafford. Kenny? Say Stafford, but Burrow's got a little pressure too. Hometown kid. You know, okay. first time. First time. I'm going to go Burrow because this is the Cincinnati. He could be the first quarterback to win Cincinnati Super Bowl. So let's go Burrow here. Mr. Beelan said Stafford, correct? Yep. Back to Kurt. Is there a, is there a home team advantage, even though the game's in L.A.? You know what? I was just talking about this with my boss and in, in work. Right. You know, a lot of these nine thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, a lot of just true fans aren't. They can't buy those tickets. So, I'm gonna say no. It's a lot of corporate people. And I agree. Cincinnati yeah. will bring. You know, I, I'm gonna go no. Not. I mean, they might a little, but it's not gonna be like ninety ten in a home game. No. Right, Paul. From my experience, being at. Glendale for Super Bowl 42, there were 65-35 Giant fans to Patriot fans. So I'm going to say there's got to be a, a, a advantage playing at home. So, yes. Kenny? agree with Paul. Tampa Bay did it last year to the Chiefs. Yeah, it was the coaching too, but Tampa Bay blew out Kansas right. City in that Super Bowl. And uh, who would have thought that? But uh, I'm going to say yes, and don't be surprised if it is another blowout on Sunday. Mr. Beelan. I don't think so. It's a Super Bowl. Like Kurt said, it's too much money involved with corporate America on this thing. So it's not really real true fans there. All right, big guy. Kurt, which team will have the most turnovers? Cincy. Uh, Paul. I agree. Cincinnati. Kenny. Yeah, I agree with the guys. Mr. Beelan? Can I say a tie? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Back to Kurt. In your opinion, this is for all of you. Are these the best two teams in the Super Bowl this year? You know what? I swear to God, this was on my. I was just saying I forgot to write it down. Absolutely not. I, I again, I, a thousand percent agree with you, Paul. Yeah, no. Any? Definitely not in the AFC, but you have an argument for the NFC. Okay. Yes, I think the NFC got their best team in. Mr. Bielen. I mean, again, it's is it was perspective over actual reality. I mean, reality, yeah. Perspective, no. But NFC, okay. yes. Okay. Back to Kurt. Are the Bills in Kansas City better than both of these teams? They're better than the Bengals, but they're not better than the Rams now. Okay. Paul? Um, good question. <laughs> I don't think that's why the Bengals to blow an 18 point lead, but um, I I think the Rams are better than both of those teams. So I'm going to say no. Kenny. Agree with Kurt and Paul. I think the Rams are better than both those teams this year. Okay. Got Beelan again. Hey, Mr. Beelan. Sorry. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to say no. Okay. And that wraps it up. I'm done. Finito. Finito. Thank you, Uh, gentlemen. Paul, why don't we hold off on your segment and we'll play along with Dave with your segment when that comes on. Because I got uh, Coach Frank's been waiting patiently in the waiting room, so I want to bring him in to give us his keys to the game as a Rams fan. Uh, You okay with that, Kurt? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, Bring Coach in. I'll let you introduce him. Of course. And then Dave will be with you in approximately 15 minutes. There it's Coach. Coach Calandrillo, can you hear us? Uh, I can hear you well. Can All you right. I'm not too loud this time, am I, Coach? No, you're perfect. Let me introduce okay. Coach Frank Calandrillo. Um, hey, guys. You know, we call him Coach because he, hey, he started me with the coaching uh, way back when, I believe in 93, I think it was, or 94, with the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. But again, legendary coach for the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. Um, on staff now as an assistant to his son. And uh, they just ran the table this year, won the Super Bowl. So again, congratulations, coach, on that. But bigger thing tonight is coach is a big-time Rams fan. Oh, go ahead, coach. Uh, uh, you were a great coach. Kurt, and Thank you. Uh, I, everything you did. Um, I've been a Rams fan since I was probably before you were born. Um, you know, watching uh, the, the Rams go to Minnesota on the frozen tundra after sweeping the West and losing to Bud Grant and Joe Cap, and I still have uh, battle scars from watching those games. Burrow with the first and ten. Makes him in the backfield, and he's hit off right out of the blocks that time by Washington. They're down. So it's, it's in my blood. Coach, I want to welcome you. Uh, been a long time since I've seen you, but great uh, you and your dad, uh, great friends to my family, and uh, always pleasure to see you. And uh, can't thank you enough for, for coming on tonight. Uh, it's a to pleasure to you know, your show periodically. You guys do a great job. Uh, you know, Coach Breslin did a, a great analysis of the game, and uh, I really appreciate you listening to that and uh, 
Xavier and, and Joey. Uh, great additions to uh, to the show. There you go. <laughs> Kurt, I know a couple, if anybody has questions for Coach Frank, with, uh, please do them. But you, you explained, Coach, one of my questions to you was going to be how you became a Rams fan. But I'll ask you another question, and then we'll get your keys to the game after everybody asks you a, couple, a question if they have it. Who's your favorite Ram of all time? Two two questions, two quick questions. Favorite Ram of all time and your favorite Super Bowl. Which one of the Super Bowls was your favorite? Well, my, my favorite Ram of all time, I, I, I fell in love with the defensive line. Uh, and I got to say two guys, Merlin Olsen and Deacon Jones. You know, they were the, uh, the original fearsome foursome. In fact, I have two shot glasses for the Super Bowl. There you go. With their names on them. <laughs> nice. Hopefully I'll be able to utilize them and be uh, able to celebrate. Um, you know, the, I believe it was the Super Bowl in 2000 when they played the Titans. And uh, that was a great game. That was a great Super Bowl game. Obviously, it's, I'm, I'm biased because I'm a Ram fan. I was, but, um, you know, I, I, that was my favorite Super Bowl, obviously. Don't and, uh, don't talk to Rob Neely about that one because he's a diehard well, yeah. Titan fan. So I was I was gonna go off script real quick and then I promise to let the rest of you guys know. What was your reaction, Coach, when they stopped them at the the one? What was it? Uh, what was the front uh, the receiver's name? Dyson. Dyson. Yeah. Dyson. Dyson. Yeah. Kevin Dyson. What was your reaction? <laughs> you know it was, uh, it, honestly, I thought he was going to get in. And when they, when that, you know, the linebacker came up, stopped him at, I believe, the, the one foot line or, or uh, you know, right within the one yard, it was just uh, a lot of relief because it's been a while since the Rams were in that position. You know, I'll, I'll never forget back in 80, 85 when they played Pittsburgh. Um, I was at a local bar in Taps uh, watching the game and, and uh, the Rams lost with Farigamo and, and uh, it was it was all Pittsburgh fans in the bar. I think I was probably only Ram fan there. Uh, but it was, <laughs> I, like I said, I had my battle scars, and uh, and seeing them win that Super Bowl was 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 great. Kurt, I'll let you take over the order. How everybody wants oh, to. Go ahead. All right, let Paul, Paul go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I, I I have a question, but I also have a a statement, Coach. Big Giants fan. I've probably been a Giants fan as long as you've been a Rams fan. Um, the Flipper Anderson game, as it's been known uh, to Giant fans, give us your reaction uh, of that game. I was I was actually at that game with a good friend of mine, John Marshall, who was a Giants fan. And um, the, the funny thing is, I had all my Ram shirt on and and jackets on, and we sat in an area with a lot of really nice Giant fans. They were there was elderly, they were pleasant. Some um, of us are. <laughs> and and when, when I going in there, it was a great experience seeing Flipper run into the tunnel. Um, it was it was it was it was all good. Um, walking out of the stadium when the Rams beat the Giants, that was difficult. Hmm. You were being yelled at. You were being <laughs> fan, no Giants fans, fans wouldn't do that, would they? <laughs> uh, well, that particular day, especially with Flipper running into the tunnel, I think that kind of pissed them off. My question to you is, which pair is better receivers, Cooper Cup and OBJ, or Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce? 
Oh. I have to say, <laughs> I'm, Listen, I, I'm asking the question, Bealen. <laughs> I, you know, the greatest show on turf, I think, was uh, phenomenal. I think the pair, um, I have to go with Bruce and, and Holt. Awesome. Kurt, want to take over the order? Yeah, sis, anything for uh, Coach Calandrillo? Yeah, Coach Calandrillo, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you very much. Thanks for having you're me. Welcome. You're welcome, sir. I, I want to know, because I coached with this guy at Ramapo for 40 years, when you coached him, in, you did coach him in Pop Warner, right? No, I coached. He, you know what? It's funny because I played. I never had Coach Calandrillo as a as a player. I never had him. I uh, I never played down. I went right up to the intermediates. I coached with Coach Calandrillo. Okay, because that was going to be my question. I know he he gave you a couple of dollars to come on his show and say that he's a great coach. <laughs> I'm only teasing, but well, uh, yeah, that was gonna, that was going to be. How does it work? Um, you know, I was I was. Um, I love I love the junior boilermakers. I was a product of them. Yes, sir. And when I had the opportunity to move to the intermediates because I mm -hmm. coached the for like ten years. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to bring on a good staff. I wanted to bring some young, energetic guys that knew yep. the game, and and they they had as much passion as I did. And and you know, Kerr and some of the Alimos and and the Zooks's, uh, we had a great group of younger guys, and and I was the old guy of the group. I had to make sure they didn't curse at all on, at practice and on the side. But not not Kurt. Kurt, he was he was the best out of all of them. He never got out of line. Yeah, he never uh, he never threw too many f bombs around no. when I was with him either. He's a class act, and uh, thank you for your input. I appreciate it. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Coach. I'll go well, next, and then Beelin. But what what do you think the three biggest keys offensively and defensively for your Rams? Uh, obviously, I, I believe um, that you know they have to establish the running game, which is everybody knows that that, that watches uh, the Rams because if you put the pressure on the quarterback, you know he's during the playoffs he's been good, but prior to that he was pretty erratic. You know he he was able to be shaken up a little bit, um, and uh, I think they have to establish the running game. I think they got at least two of their running backs are. Are, are healthy now. Um, there was talks of Henderson, I believe, coming off the, the disabled list. Uh, I'm not sure how much or how prepared he would be since I don't think he practiced this week yet. Um, but I, I think that's going to be the key. And and one thing I, I've noticed um, after the San Francisco game, you know, losing to San Francisco six times, I think that woke the Rams up because, you know, the talk was – they're not tough enough. They can't play physical football. Um, and, and that really, since that game, I believe uh, they, they really became a better team. You know, so, so I think they have to run the ball. They have to be able to, you know, Coop, Cooper Coop, uh, he gets open. I, you know, they, they have a relationship. You know, I was watching um, Good Morning uh, Football. It, they're, they're always together. They go early in the morning. They, they, it, it's almost like how uh, the, the, New uh, uh, the Patriots used to have it with, with Brady. You know, he knew his receivers, certain receivers, they knew what they were going to do in certain situations. And I, he has that relationship. Uh, Odell, uh, he just, they were lucky to pick him up because, uh, you know, Woods was a, a fantastic receiver. 
And he, you know, that's what hurt them last year. I believe he was injured last year as well. But, you know, Woods is, is, is superior. He was coming on. He was having almost as many uh, receptions as, as Cooper. You know, and um, yeah, so, but they, they have a, a formidable receiving core. You know, the tight end, Hibby, I think his, his knee is, is, is hurting him still. So I'm not sure, ACL. So I'm not sure what his status is going to be. But he's going to be a big part of the game uh, by him be, not being able to play. I got I got one coach. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Our good friend, who's who's our next guest, David Slade from Rocky Mountain Sports Network, uh, always brings this up in our little little chats. Uh, the Rams, just the opposite of the Bengals, pretty much are. They went all in and traded for pick, traded for Stafford traded for Von Miller, gave up a lot of draft picks. And I think in alone in next year's draft, I think it's they, they don't have a pick until the fifth round. Are you okay with them going all in for this Super Bowl and just give up on your, your future for the next few years? Or are um, you kind of upset that you gave up that many draft picks uh, even though you're in the Super Bowl this year? It's, it's hard to say I'm, I'm upset because of look where they are. You know, I, I, they're, they're in the big – they're in, they made it to the big dance. They're, they're in the big game. So did they risk everything? Yes, they did. They asked, what, six free agents um, after this season? And they, these are all some, these are some big guys. So I, I think the pressure is on them. I think they know it. And, and what I believe about the NFL, it's, it's, look, they're all great athletes. They're all, they're all capable of great things, but it's, who wants to win the most? Who has to win the most that, that really motivates their and brings out their true talents? And I, I, think, I think the Rams have to get it done. You know, it, no matter every situation you look at with them, it's, it's, it's now or may not happen for a decade. I, I agree, Coach. And I think it has to do with the markets, too. If L.A. was still in St. Louis, you may not see them buying all these players for – or trade in all these players, but I think there's pressure to win in LA, new stadium. They need, I think there's just more pressure in the big markets to win. So if it means going all in and going for that Super Bowl, I think the big, bigger markets do it more often than small markets. I think by hosting, I think by hosting um, the Super Bowl really was a big part of them going all in. Yeah. If I'm their coach, I show some of those players played against the Patriots. And I remind them of how they were embarrassed mm -hmm. against the Patriots. I mean, that was a mm. horrific game for the Rams. And uh, as a Ram fan, I felt I felt bad losing, but I felt bad for these guys how how bad they were. They really didn't show up. Coach, but I, I got two quick really ones for you. You mentioned about being home. Were you a little disappointed NFC Championship game? So many Niner fans, or did you expect that? I don't I don't really know the area that well, but it, it, it's look, it's always disappointing. Uh, you know. If you got true fans, you you're gonna go to the games. You're not gonna sell the tickets to uh, right. It's a cha NFC Championship yeah. game. You know, <laughs> you're can you that happening. Can you imagine that happening in New York? No, you know, never. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Giant fans through thick and thin. That would they 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 look at the um, the big picture here. And and I was yes, I was disappointed in that honestly. And then one more for me because me and sis and sis always says this is. Uh, and I guess I'll ask you, but 
you know, we were a little concerned about McVay sometimes in these big games with the timeouts <laughs> last game and all that. Are you worried at all that, you know, he didn't have to listen. He got out coach first Belichick, which, hey, I mean, it happens to everybody in that Super Bowl. But are you a little worried about him like crunch time, whether it's a timeout or a fourth down or doing something or you have the confidence in him? Um, look, he's he's a young coach and he's he's going to learn a lot of lessons even going forward. But he's got to be on top of his game. Yes, I am a little worried about him because he look the timeouts. In my opinion, they're so valuable, you know, um, that it, it's going to figure into this game. Yes, and, it is. Yep. And you yep. need to you need to preserve those things. Now, the challenges that he I believe it was two games ago. He was two for two with the challenges, so he he did well with those. But he. Uh, you know he's got to really have his 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 head focused and and really learn from his past and make the right decisions on those on those timeouts and and uh, you know and I, I think too the defense you know when you get Aaron Donald on that defense you know they they were interviewing different guys and you know he's focused and he's going to get those that defensive line moving he's going to get that defense going and I think that's going to be the big difference um, in this Super Bowl game. Beelan, uh, um, before Beelan talks, I'm going to have Beelan, but will you just please tell Mr. Young Beelan that defense wins championships, coach? Please tell him that. <laughs> well, I, I always believe that. You know, when you watch the uh, was it, the Chicago Bear defense, remember yep. you back in the 80s? 85. 85, yep. That was, that was phenomenal. I think I said 85 for the Rams Super Bowl, so obviously I had my year wrong. But the, the I believe good defenses – do win championships. But I'm going to tell you something, Kurt. The NFL rules have made this an offensive yes. show. Yeah. No, I mean, no think doubt. about how hard it is to cover mm-hmm. receivers. Right. With no illegal penalty. contact five yards. Every how, You can't cover somebody like that. It's impossible. It, it, it's they've, really, Rivas did. They've, they've turned this into an offensive festival. And, and it, it's that's what sells tickets. That's what makes games exciting. So to play defense is, is pretty damn tough these days, uh, in my opinion. Beelan, what do you got for coach? Not too much. Um, I think I, I'm not sure. I might have to go back to my grandmother, but I think coach actually coached me for junior ball makers. And I'm not, I'm not um, I would have been probably from like 90 to like 94, maybe somewhere around there. 90 to 94. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, um, I, I was a peewee coach from, from 1982 right up to uh, 90, say 92. Yeah. And then I was an intermediate coach and I had guys like, uh, you know, we had miles, we had uh, Louis Castillo with us for, for Louis couldn't make weight. So he stayed with us through the whole month of August. <laughs> And then he had to bounce up to the uh, the senior level, um, but yes, we, you you may have played uh, with us, and, yeah. and uh, you know during the years you had so many young guys, and they change as they grow up, and 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 uh, so most likely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I I just remember like I see how the kids are now. My my son getting to an age where he's going to start doing it too, but. I, I can I can only imagine Kirk would probably see this too, like me walking around with my helmet and my pads, just like you know, like talking yeah. talking crap to all the little kids, you know, yeah. like 
<laughs> but yeah. um, you know no. what, coaching, coaching junior guys, um, it's good for the soul. Yeah. Um, you know, and and it, every every kid is unique. Um, you know, some of them you could really get on them a little bit. Some of them you have to just let them have their have their games and not say a word to them. But we yeah. had we had in this group this year, and uh, and we won our Super Bowl and. So I'm hoping for another Super Bowl uh, with the uh, with the Rams. I'll tell yeah. you this, Coach, and I swear to God, you know, I did high school for, I don't know, 13, 15 years or 16 years, but I don't know. Like, thinking about it now, like, those junior football days, it's it's different, you know? It's just, it's so different. Like, I don't, want, I don't know if I want to say the community's more involved, but, like, you go to a Super Bowl and it's like that. Towns go into that Super Bowl, and no. I don't know. Like it's, I don't want to say it was more fun. I mean, listen, I loved coaching high school, but I love the junior football aspect. I love doing that. I loved it. It's like nothing. You know, else. It, it, it is so much fun, Kurt. And you know, it's you know it's a good part of it too, is when they go to high school and they play in high school and they they come up to you and they say hello to you as a coach. Um, it's it's very rewarding, and and a lot of them do stay in the sport. And and many of them stay in the position that maybe we found for them when they were uh, when they were young, and that's that's uh, that's that's rewarding and, and very exciting too. Kenny, anything else for Coach? Yeah, Gargiulo? Coach. First, I want to congratulate you for, in the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. I watched watched the show that night, and Kurt told me when all three. You know, Jimmy's a good friend of us of ours, and oh, Jimmy's on the great. Show, and he told us that all three you got all three teams won it. And I was happy, but I was not total. I was not shocked because I know the program that you guys put on over there since we were since we were that age, Kurt. So I know yeah. the job you guys do there, and it's a tremendous job what you do with the kids. And uh, can't thank you enough for all the time and effort that all you coaches put in down there. I'm, just, I'm just a spoke in a wheel. Um, you know, we have a lot of great people there. Uh, we have some good head coaches. Uh, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy was a head coach. Um, he decided he wasn't going to come back. So my son was the, the intermediate coach. And then Jimmy had second thoughts. So he, he came on with us. And my, myself and, and Jimmy, we, we, we worked the defense. My son ran the offense. Um, and uh, it, was, it was just a great, great time. And, and, you know, and we struggled for numbers, too. You know, we, 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 in the beginning, we were, kids weren't coming out. They went to because they started playing fall ball the year before because we're coming off of COVID, and once you lose the kids, it's it's not easy getting them back. And Jimmy was right. a big part of uh, calling his whole team and getting them to, to sign up and, and come out for us. And so uh, we had a lot of fun this year, uh, really, and good kids too. You know, you don't hear enough news um, when they talk about good kids. You, know, you hear all the bad stuff, and yep. and we had we had some exceptionally talented and polite and respectful children playing for our organization. And I was very happy. With that. That's awesome. That's Thank awesome. You. Now, Kenny, yeah. we, got, we, we got to give him the most important question. What's the his prediction? prediction? Yeah, What's yeah, his yeah. Prediction? You got to get your prediction before we get <laughs> question of the night. My prediction, I'm going to put my Ram hat on. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that the Rams, the Rams are going to beat them 30 to 20, 30 to 22. Okay. Awesome. Coach MVP, Frank. Stafford. I think it's going to be a close game through most of it. The defense is going to stand up. And Aaron Donald, I wouldn't want to block that guy. No way. Who's the, who's the MVP, Coach? He's too quick. He's too fast. And strong. 
MVP, got a pick? Uh, MVP, I got to say, I would like to say it would be somebody like him, but I think Matthew Stafford would be the uh, MVP. Coach or Frank. Cooper, or Cooper Cup, one of those two. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this evening. It's a real pleasure. Truly a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Take care, Coach. Speaking for us all, you know, good luck on Sunday and get that Super Bowl victory. Yeah, it's going to be nice, and uh, (laughs) and hopefully it works out. And if not, still got to go to work the next day, right? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Until until they make it a holiday. <laughs> you know, well, it's getting pretty close to President's Day, isn't it? Coach, yeah. you know what the best thing is? I swear to God, when Denver lost the Super Bowl in 2013, I'm getting text messages. Just wait until school tomorrow. You know what the best part was? Blizzard, two days off of school. People <laughs> calmed down for two That's days. Right. So I didn't have to worry about it. But I yeah. took hey, off after I did, we won it in 15, too. I did pick Denver that year. So <laughs> I was. <laughs> Coach Frank, anytime you want to join us, we'll, we'll reach out to you. We'll, we'd love to have you on again, obviously. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, same, Coach. Okay. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Coach, Coach Frank Calandrillo, Kurt, who you yeah, and I have and Coach Sis, a I, lot I of history this. with. Yep, Coach. I mean, obviously, Beelan and Kenny knows him, but for Paul and Sis, you talk about junior football in Garfield, that that – the Calendrillo is the first name. I mean, like he said, from 82, he was on the peewee level from 82 to 92. Then we went to the juniors, won Super Bowls there. And uh, he's yeah, just a great person. Got, I'm so surprised my family. Guy's a glass sack. You can see his, his family, definitely true fam, true family friends to, yep. to my family. I always have a place in my heart for them. And how great is it now? His son's the head coach. They won the Super Bowl. He coaches with yep. the son. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I brought in our final guest of the evening. I think I saved one of the best for last. Mr. David Slade from the Rocky Mountain Sports Network and Willow Blend and Seasonings has joined us. How you doing, Dave? This is my guy. How are you guys doing? By the way, hold on. I'm going to introduce him. You know how they say, like, you have work wives and work husbands in school and stuff? Dave and Matt, we're all like work wives and work husbands. Because all we do all day long is my phone's going ding, ding, ding. So... Dave, diehard Bronco fan, we might argue on this, but I love you. I love Matt. We're all Bronco fans. Don't let Beelan talk us out of this Bronco stuff, Dave. So uh, no, no, no. He's gonna, definitely... he's gonna try to start stir up pot Dave's, like he Dave's always on does. my side, man. What, yeah, <laughs> we ain't talking I mean, about that tonight, Kurt. No. Even though you're misguided right now, we all love you. There you go. You know, <laughs> but Dave, just, that a boy, you're just Dave. totally misguided. My Dave, friend. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thank <laughs> you, sis. So, How you Dave, doing? I'm good, buddy. So, Dave, we're gonna bring you on. We're gonna, we brought you on for you've been riding the Bengals for for months. In fantasy football, you had Jamar Chase. You won our fantasy football league on your shows. I watched and was part of your shows. You always picked the Bengals. You said, "Watch out for this team." So, we didn't have a true Bengal fan, but you're the next best thing because you've been riding them and you've been high on them for months. But before we do your Bengals keys to winning this game, Paul has a segment for us, uh, Cincy versus L.A. type of thing uh, that we want to get to real quick before we get into uh, Bengals keys of the game. And then Dave's got a little special something for us, guys. He's going to give us some Super Bowl appetizer ideas as well. Okay. So let's do the best of L.A. versus Cincinnati. La La Land versus the Queen City. Um Let's do Kurt, Sis, 
Thielen, and Kenny. And then Dave, right? And we, we got Dave. Dave, and Dave. Showtime Lakers of the 80s or the Big Red Machine of the 70s? Kurt? Lakers. Sis? Big Red Machine of the 70s, hands down. <laughs> Oh, I'm going with the, I'm going with the Lakers. Yeah, you're and way too. Remember, you that. are you are the big red machine right now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we already know that. Lakers. You're way too young to remember that, my friend. I love you to death, but you were you were in diapers when they were playing. Paul, well, I'll go Lakers because I've seen the Lakers. Red machine, I only seen on pretty much on video. Okay, um, Dave. I'm going to go with uh, Sis and the Big Red Machine. That boy, there's my boy I right mean, there. I can't stand the Lakers, so I, I could never pull for them. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to go with the big red, big red Machine, too. In fact, I sat in Yankee Stadium for Game 4 when the Reds beat the Yankees and swept them in the World Series. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> this guy's been to every game in the in the existence of sport <laughs> and, and i'll tell you what God bless i've been you. very blessed <laughs> yeah you're, you better say that again my friend That's awesome. and that, that red right that that Ooh. reds team had a heck of a in, interior and in the uh, yep. defense you know on the interior infield second and yep. shortstop oh, yeah. by the way i don't want to interrupt you paul but there's a little breaking news i mean it's just a report that's out but the Cardinals' Kyler Murray mm-hmm. could want. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Fifty to fifty-five million annually in a potential oh. extension. Yeah. Okay. What has yeah. he done for fifty to fifty-five well, million dollars? Same thing. We all agree with as that. that. As Jack thing Rogers has done nothing. Bert, it's called the, <laughs> it's called the CBA. I don't care what it's called. I'm not giving what, uh, Kyler Murray anywhere near that money. Half a gallon of ice cream and send them home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kurt, Kobe Bryant or Oscar Robertson? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I got to go Kobe. I mean, I, I don't remember Oscar Robinson. And, and yeah. I mean, Kobe was the closest thing yeah. to Jordan, so I'm going to go Kobe. Sis? Uh, again, I'm going Oscar, man. Guy was, I mean, nothing, nothing against Kobe. Yeah. You ever saw Oscar Robertson play, fellas? Unbelievable. Only, only you did, sis. No, I saw him too. Kobe. (laughs) Kenny. Jeremy's going Kobe. I'll go Kobe, just because of my, you know, just because I had a default. Didn't see Robertson. Beelan, I'm, I'm surprised. One thing, real quick, for Beelan. Excuse me. I'm surprised Mr. Calandrillo didn't remember who you were as a player, so I guess you didn't make that good of an impression. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sis is throwing dimes tonight. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Too, 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 many, too many young too many young legends in Garfield. You know I'm on Dave, Dave. I'm gonna go with the black mamba. Okay. Kobe was something special. All right. I'm gonna go with Oscar. I think he was the first player to Average a triple double. Before. Yes, he was. So, yes. okay. Sandy Koufax or Pete Rose? Kurt? Gotta go Pete Rose. Yeah. Sis? Sandy Koufax, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny? 
I'm going to go with Sis on this one. I'll go Sandy. Sandy Colfax. Listen, I, I love Sis, but Sis is really showing his age by all these picks he's doing. <laughs> which, is, which is fun. I, I remember being in sixth grade when they played the Yankees, right? We were in a, in a book room putting books away. And my gym teacher had a radio on, and he was pitching against the Yankees. I'll never forget that. 1964. Yep. Pete Rose all day. All right. Dave? Well, if I was looking for gambling advice, it'd be Pete Rose. But (laughs) I'm going to go Sandy Koufax on this one. I'm going to go with Sandy Koufax also. Maybe the greatest pitcher I've ever seen. Is it a real sports guy's talking, but keep going. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a little license here. Kurt Warner or Boomer Esiason? Oh, man. Woo. No, Kurt. Come on, Kurt. I got to go Kurt Warner. Absolutely. Greatest show on turf. Yep. This. Again, I never liked Boomer Esiason. <laughs> Kurt Warner. Kenny? Are we talking as a. Uh... Talk show host because <laughs> or, or, or. Every, everything rolled up into one. He's a clown. So, so I'll t- I'm gonna take Kurt Warner. I'm sure this is not a boomer fan, I could say. Not at all. Dylan, I know where you're going on this one. Yep. <laughs> Even though he was your quarterback for a while. <laughs> Dave. Uh well, Boomer doesn't have a movie about his life so i'm gonna go kurt warner i haven't Thank seen you. that movie dave have you no i haven't I so. heard pretty good though i would be- like to see it i just don't want to pay money to see it be like it comes yet? out for free yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good yep okay since we're talking about los angeles movie singing in the rain which took place in los angeles or rain man which took place in cincinnati Real quick, we got. I just got a text from the Joey Clams, and he said Sandy was the best of all time. Yeah. Heard it so, from Joey Clams you, himself. There hey. you go. I'm sorry, Paul. Can you give it to me again? Singing in the rain, since we're talking about L.A. or Rain Man, which took place in Cincinnati. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've seen either. I'm not a good movie guy, so I'll oh, go Rain okay. Man. I probably saw, was that with what's his name? Tom not, Cruise and Tom Cruise. Yeah, and yeah I, I saw that. I saw that, so I got to see that. I'll say that one. Okay, sis. Uh, I'll get a pizza. I'll put it on my my car tomorrow. If Kenny can answer this question, who sang "Singing in the Rain"? <laughs> <laughs> I I. Come on, Kenny. Think. Think. Bing Crosby. <laughs> Close. Tell him, Paul. Um, Gene Kelly. Very good. That a boy, Paul. Me and you are the same age bracket, Paul. Yeah. Me, me you and Dave. <laughs> Kenny. Well, I'm, Gene I'm Kelly had nice hair. Beelin. Uh, I'm going Rain Man. Okay. Beelin. Rain Man. Dave. Definitely Rain Man. Okay. Kenny, I can't believe you had this this question also. I had LA Law or WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> WKRP in when you said that. That was great. Okay. For you music fans, Jim Morrison of the Doors or the Isley Brothers, who were from Cincinnati. If you know who the Isley Brothers are. Do what? Oh, then I gotta go Isley Brothers. Okay. 
Sis? Both great entertainers. Give me Jimmy Boy any day of the week. Okay. Kenny? Jim Morrison, L.A. Woman. Yeah. Jimbo. Jimbo. Dave? I'm going to go Jim Morrison as well. Okay. I'm going to go Isley Brothers. Okay. Almost similar to your, to your question, Kenny. In-N-Out Burger or Cincinnati Chili? Mm. Well, I'm not eating chili, so I got to go in and out burger. Oh my goodness! You ever had that garbage, Kurt? Uh, uh, no, but I'm, 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 I'm Dave. I'm, you think I'm, I'm picky? Kurt, if you think Kurt, I'm we, picky and the thing, wait until you see what what I eat. I eat nothing. We just got in and out burger here in Colorado. Not I'd rather, I'd rather go to McDonald's. Really? Yes. That's supposed to be the like the greatest thing. No, no only Californians tell you that. Really? Yes, because they're high half the time. Right. Well, we are here in Colorado too. No, but, <laughs> oh, so now I know, Kenny. Now I know what they're talking about on this the chat. All right, I got it. <laughs> I got all right. It. We'll, all right. We'll go to next question then. Vince Scully or Al Michaels, who actually was a Cincinnati Red broadcaster back in the day. I'm going Vince Scully. I mean, any the guy that when he did those Dodger games by himself, it's like fantastic. I'm going Vince Scully. Sis, yeah, that's a that's a really tough one. They're both great, but I'm gonna go with Kurt. I'm gonna go with Vince Scully because he did it alone. Mm. Kenny, Vince Scully, hands down. Feeling, yeah, Vincey. Dave, I'll go Vince Scully. And I'll go with Vince Scully, too. All right. That's it. Awesome. Good job with tonight. That was, that was good. Thank you. So now it's time. We, we really brought Dave on for, like I said, he's been riding the Bengals. Uh, again, Dave Slade, Rocky Mountain Sports Network, and Willow Seasonings. I'm going to be, when we do our Super Bowl appetizers, I'm going to put his company logo on the screen. Uh, but Dave. Some of the what do some of your Kurt asked this question just before with Coach Calandrillo. Uh, what is your offensive key to the game for the Bengals and defensive key to the game for the Bengals? Well, the offensive key to the game is don't get Joe Burrow killed. I mean, <laughs> it, it's going to be hard. I mean, with that with that defensive front that uh, the Rams have, but I, I really think uh, they're going to have to. The key's going to have to be one. Run the ball. I don't care if you're getting a yard and a half each time. You got to run the ball because you can't become one dimensional. Um, so you, you have totally to agree. at least you have to at least try to run the ball. You can't abandon the run and just drop Burrow back sixty times in the game. That said, I would utilize the short passing game. Um, if Ramsey's going to lock up one on one on. On Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is a heck of a lot faster. He can get the separation at the line of scrimmage, hit him on those crossing routes, and let him outrun Ramsey. And then Ramsey will get in he'll get in Ramsey's head, and Ramsey gets frustrated early. So you know, I I would really try to get Jamar Chase taking advantage of uh, Ramsey early to get into his head. Uh, then maybe he'll start grabbing and things like that, and more penalties. 
That's a great but, point. Hey, Dave, hold on real quick. I just want to say goodbye to Peel, and he's got to yeah. bounce a little I gotta, early. I got to dip a little bit early tonight. but John, thanks for Give joining us. Give us your prediction uh, real quick. 34-31, Bengals. There you go. MVP, MVP uh, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Well, there it is. This dude's nice. in my head, man. There it is. All right, John. <laughs> there it is. See you, I'll Bielan. You later, Talk guys. to you later, Bielan. Hey, John. Take care, John. Okay, Dave. Sorry, we have to. Uh, no, that's sorry. all right. So, um, but definitely, I mean, and if Jamar Chase is gonna be uh, locked up one on one with Jalen Ramsey, I think that's gonna also free up uh, Boyd and um, dang, I can't think of his name. Off Higgins. Higgins. Oh, Higgins. Higgins, yeah, for for big games, you know. Now, one big thing that maybe uh, uh, may hurt Cincinnati is. Uh, uh, CJ Ojemu may not play. Um, he's questionable right now, so I'm gonna say it's a Super Bowl. It, it, if you can walk, you're probably going out there at least trying at first, yeah. and, and then we'll see. Because I think that's a big drop off in talent from him to uh, their their backup tight end. So, um, but we'll see how that goes. Kenny, Defense. Oh, I'm sorry, Kenny. I got one real for, on on offense. I got one for you, Dave, because a lot of people are saying, you know, like. Beelan says 34-30, the Bengals got outscore. Can the Bengals win an ugly game? Or do you think it has to be more high scoring? Or can if, if it has to be a physical toe-to-toe and you have to win 20-17, to can the Bengals do that? Or do you think they need it to be a higher scoring game? Um, I think they can do it. Um, I think if, it, it would be harder. I, I think a higher scoring game, you know, is going to benefit them more than a lower score. And they just, I don't know if they can match 60 minutes of physicality with the Rams defense, uh, especially that Cincinnati. But, see, I agree line. with you with your keto, Dave, the running the ball, like they, and I said, they cannot go like, okay, four carries for seven yards and say, all right, we can't run the ball. You just got to keep running it and running it and running it. I mean, Burrow get killed back there. If they just throw him 60 times, like you said, I, oh, I, I agree. Because I totally agree. They'll just tee off on him. I yep. mean, they'll start bringing the blitz and everything else, and that's another thing that Cincinnati's going to have to be able to hit some passes right there over the middle where those linebackers are usually sitting to sort of slow uh, the Rams down from uh, blitzing. The Rams know how bad this offensive line is, um, which they played a great game against Cincinnati. I'm, I mean, not Cincinnati, Kansas City. Yep. I mean, Kansas City has a decent – you know, offensive, uh, defensive front. I mean, and their front seven is not bad. Uh, so if they can play like that, but you're talking about Donald, you're talking about Floyd, and you're talking about Von Miller. I mean, they, they just got guys coming from all over the place. But I think you have to hit some intermediate passes right in where those uh, linebackers would be to sort of slow them down and, and make them hold their, uh, their back back there. And hopefully yeah. the – Prince is the one that scares me on the offensive line for Cincinnati. I mean, he's had some very bad games, and then he he gets beat, and he just starts grabbing people and tackling them, and and just giving up penalties and putting them in long yardage situations. But do not get down on Cincinnati if they're down at the half by ten points. I mean, Cincinnati's a second half team. They've showed it all season, you know. And I oh, I want to raise the hands really quick. Who on here said Kansas City is better than Cincinnati? Kurt? 
I'll probably say I thought they they were better. Oh, mean and I, mean and mad. I didn't. Oh no, no, I didn't. I didn't. No, I, I didn't. know what you mean. I think they blew Kansas an eighteen City point lead. They weren't better than Cincinnati. It's Kansas Cincinnati beat Kansas City twice this year. Yeah. So you can't say one game was a fluke. That's true. I will give you that. Yeah. They did. So Yeah, I, I didn't think of that. That's a good point, Dave. Yeah, All right. I just yeah. had to get that off my chest. When somebody said that, I almost fell over in my chair. Go ahead, <laughs> sis. What were you going to say, sis? I'm sorry. Again, the key stat to that, in my eyes as a, a former player, coach, whatever, the Bengals held them to three points in the second yep. half. Right. Mm-hmm. No, hats off. How much would you have bet that they wouldn't be able to do that if you had a shot? I mean, come on. Hey, hats off. Hats off to Cincinnati's defense, right? But they, they've agree. been good in the playoffs. They're no, they have. Up, but they're, agree- they're giving up under 20 points a game. But agree, underrated. agree, agree with this, though. Andy Reid and Enemy, whoever it is. And everyone right. said this all year on all our shows, that all the everything on the TV. Kansas City is their worst nightmare because Kansas City, the defense has said, go ahead and run the ball six yards a carry, and they just won't do it. Do they want to win yep. their way, throwing it deep. Kansas Wait, City what? ran the ball six six yards a carry. They Where was the run of the ball in the <laughs> yep. second half? Yep. Like, yep. it's Very stupid. Especially when you're up. <laughs> Especially when you're up. Yeah, when, you, when you're eight, up and you have yeah, an 18-point lead, you know. Yeah, yeah. You run you ball. run the ball and eat that clock up, but um, not rocket scientists. I, I think a lot of it is a Mahomes ego problem. Yep, out there exactly. in Kansas City, yep. they have to so, win their way. They have to yeah. win their way. They do, and defenses have figured them out. If you have the personnel, you know, to put pressure on on Mahomes, you you can beat them. But you have to have the players to do it, uh, and you have to have guys that can stay with the their speedy receivers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know but, we're going. I know we're going to overtime, Kurt. I'll pay the bills. It's overtime. It's Super Bowl. Super Bowl show. Uh, so, uh, Dave, we're going to hold off on the Super Bowl prediction. The other, okay. the other part of uh, reason I want to bring you on is your company, and there's Sis got it right in the screen. There, it's got the sweet, sweet eat and uh, sweet. You want to give us a my little? Boy, my boy, <laughs> said. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put on the screen your 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 logo, Dave, that you sent me for Willow Seasonings, and if you can just share what your company is all about, and then okay. uh, give us some Super Bowl appetizer ideas uh, using Willow Seasonings, if you have some for for us uh, yeah. in the audience. Yep, I, and, uh, I definitely do. So there is uh, Willow Seasonings and Blends uh, LLC, guys, putting a little spice mm. into your life, and that is Mr. David Slade's. Uh, company and i'll let him speak a little bit about it and uh share some appetizer ideas with us yeah we're we're a new company um started up in february it's been uh a a year and a week now um actually today so that the company was started we didn't start selling product until july of last year um we're in six stores here in the uh the denver front range area so um and we do some online sales, but it all started, you know, during COVID, I was just bored and I was sort of started playing with barbecue rubs and things like that. And, you know, people would taste it and they say, well, why aren't you selling this stuff? This is good. And I always thought, well, these are family and friends. Of course they're saying that. So I reached out to the barbecue community and um, a lot of them said, you need to get this stuff in the stores 
it's quick. So, so we started with two uh, products. We started with Sweet Heat. We started with Sweet Smoke. We've also now have a uh, feisty line fajita seasoning, and then we have a high elevation uh, salt, pepper, and garlic uh, rub as well. So nice, nice. Yeah, and I yeah. have had like sis. I've had the smoke and heat. I am waiting for trout season is opening up here, and I'm going to go catch some fresh trout and use the feisty lime. I'll tell you what, that's delicious. Cup. Every time we have salmon now, we put that feisty lime on it. It's delicious. And, uh, Paul, I got some here for you. I'm going to mail some down to you, my friend. I know you like oh, the barbecue. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, so, Dave, I know, give us some, give a, first of all, are you hosting or are you uh, going to a Super Bowl party? Uh, we're hosting here at our house. So, so you're definitely going to have some good Super Bowl appetizer ideas, I'm sure. Yeah, for, for and, and, these are the things that are going to be on, on my, uh, my spread out on the kitchen counter and stuff. So first chicken wings, you got to have chicken wings. So the way I do my wings is I'll, uh, you know, rinse them up and everything, coat them in uh, sweet, uh, heat barbecue seasoning, and then I'll smoke them for about an hour and a half at about 195 degrees, uh, smoke them. And then what I'm going to do, I just bought an air fryer. So usually I would, go out i would crank up my uh my uh grill up to 400 degrees and just crisp them up that way but i got a uh a ninja air fryer so this year i'm gonna after i'm done smoking them for about an hour and a half i'm just gonna throw them in that air fryer to crisp them up a little bit so and then another good thing that uh we we make with it is smoked cream cheese now, if you Ooh, guys wow. have not, if you guys have not had this, this stuff. So I take the sweet smoke uh, seasoning and I just take a block of cream cheese and you build almost like a little boat out of foil or a little, a little, like almost like a little baking dish out of foil. And you coat the entire piece of, uh, of uh, cream cheese and you put it in there and you smoke it for about an hour on the grill and then you serve it up with like some wheat thins or triscuits or, Ooh, or something, something like that. And then another thing, yeah. I don't know if you guys back East uh, get burnt ends much, but burnt ends is a delicacy, you know, in the barbecue community, it started in Kansas city. And basically what it is, is it's a part of the brisket, you know, that's cut off. And after, after you pull off your brisket and you cut off the uh, the point, you cut it up into to chunks, about one inch uh, chunks, and then you uh, coat it in barbecue sauce, and then you throw it back on the smoker for about an hour and let that barbecue sauce caramelize. But I usually uh, I'll use a combination of sweet and sweet heat and sweet smoke on on my brisket and on the burn ends, and it it's delicious. But if you don't want to take sixteen hours and smoke a uh, a brisket today i actually did a poor man's burn ends and uh that's basically doing it with the chuck roast so i smoked a chuck roast for about four hours four or five hours pulled it off cut it into pieces tossed it in barbecue sauce threw it into an aluminum pan threw it back on the grill for about another hour and a half and let that sauce uh caramelize and that they refer to it as meat candy so if you've never had a burnt end they're amazing. They are, they they're so tender. They almost melt in your mouth. You're making me hungry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so 
And then some other things were happening, and they're not with our stuff. But my wife uh, is wants to do bacon bacon wrapped dates, so we'll be doing those. And then I'll be doing some bacon wrapped uh, jalapeno poppers stuffed with uh, cream cheese. Burn tips, nice. So awesome, Dave. And anything for dessert? <laughs> anything special for dessert? Maybe maybe some M and M's. I don't know. I got a bag of M and M's laying <laughs> so on the counter. What? Maybe I'll just, just grab just, some of those. You just I might be comatose a, you just by gave then. A good idea. Food coma with M and M's, making like a popcorn, like an like a little snack for people to grab. A little popcorn, M and M's, maybe uh, you know, like almost like a a check mix, mix type thing, trail mix type yeah, thing. Yeah, like a trail and mix. And sprinkle yeah. some of your sweet smoke on the popcorn and oh, mix man. it mix it up. I think I'm gonna. Ooh. That might be something. Man, I'm gonna have to try that. Sweet and salty. That might yeah. be something there, my friend. But well, if, if you want, say, if you Dave, want some spiciness, throw some of that sweet heat in there. Yeah, Dave, get, get, yes, the yes. get the bacon with the water chestnuts, and and grill them underneath the grill. And let me know what you think of that. Bacon, be water, bacon chest- wrapped water chestnuts. Just try it and let me know how you like that. All right, I will see if I can find some water chestnuts, and I'll do that. I don't if, even know like, what water chestnuts are. Anything that has bacon on it is good. Yeah. I mean, come on. I could wrap my uh, car bumper in bacon and grill it. <laughs> we would all think true. it tasted good. <laughs> so, again, guys, this is this is Willow Seasonings and Blends, LLC. Please check them out. And Dave, you got a website, right? Willowseasonings.com. Yeah, uh, I see it on the there, right there. I see Willowseasonings.com. And right now we're having a winter sale. Uh, and it actually goes all the way until winter ends. So it goes till March 19th six dollar it's either six or 650 a bottle i can't remember off the top of my head normally they're 1095 a bottle so it's a huge discount so anybody out there wants some head over to willow seasoning them blends and pick some up absolutely dave thank you so much for sharing some uh super bowl appetizer ideas and uh spending some time with us i think kurt i think it's time for our super bowl predictions yes and, sir uh, dave's not making it though right kenny or he is Dave's not making what? Oh, no, no. I, I thought you said, Kenny, you weren't getting his prediction tonight, or we are. Dave, yeah. Okay, okay. So, you know what? Yeah. Let's start. I'll start with Sis first. Sis, give me prediction, score, and an MVP. No, this is not tomorrow night. It's tonight. Well, then, you know what? Just give us the winner tonight. We'll get into because we're doing more of the yeah, gamma. Set. Let's a, just do winner yeah. tonight. All right, so, you want the straight out winner? Straight out winner. No point. I like the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. Dave. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati. And being that I won't be on your show tomorrow, I'm going to go uh, 31 to 27 Cincinnati. MVP? Uh, MVP. I'm going to say probably Joe Burrow. All right. Mr. Rosen? The LA Rams? will win 23-20. Matthew Stafford will be the MVP. He will bring the Rams back from a 20-16 to 16 deficit and throw a last-second touchdown to OBJ to win the game and win the MVP, 23-20. I'm going to take the Rams, and, you know, I don't remember who said it before, but... 
I just think the defense and, you know, last year that defensive line from Tampa Bay just was all over Kansas City. And I think they're going to do it again. And don't be surprised. I don't know, Dave, if it's our boy Vaughn, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go out on a limit. I'm going to say that defensive line is going to be so good that, like Donald, one of those guys, it's going to get the, the a defensive guy in that line is going to get MVP. Kenny, I know it's going out on a limb, but that's just, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Rams. Kind of pulling for the Bengals, but I'm going to go Rams. But I'm going to say high scoring like everybody else. I am going to say because they it's a home field advantage. I still think it's home field advantage for the Rams. They're playing at their home stadium. They don't have to travel. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're going to practice and they're going home an hour, you know, within an hour away of their, they're going to their homes. The Bengals have been staying in hotel all week. You know, it's, it's a lot for a young team, I think. So I'm going to take the experienced team. Uh, we'll do scores tomorrow, but I think it's going to be closer than, than, than people think. I would not be surprised if the Bengals win MVP. I'm going to go Stafford, but if I'm going long shot, if I want to throw, you know, a little, little spoiler for wits and wagers. I'll throw Jalen Ramsey in there. He gets, he's, he's going to be glued to chase and Burrow makes the mistake and he gets, gets an interception and stops chase. So I'll go Jalen Ramsey as a dark horse MVP. Okay. Final thoughts, Mr. Valenti. Final thoughts. Let's go with, um, oh, real quick, Dave, favorite Super Bowl of all time. Is it 32? 32. Every okay. day, all day, every day. My favorite, real quick, Dave, though, went 32-50-33. Yeah, 33 was sort of a sleeper. Yeah, I went, I just, you know what? I just, I, I, I don't know. I just felt like that all that whole four-year Manning era came down to, listen, if we don't win it, this is it in 50. And, you know, I just think that whole playoff run was, you know, Big Ben. I know they didn't have Antonio Brown and whatever. Then we had to beat Brady at home and then the MVP cam. So that was my second favorite and then 33. Um, my quick question to you guys, which one was the hardest to lock? So when you look, because we only lost one. So obviously, yeah. the one well, we you know, lost what? I'll say this, Dave, as a, as a Bronco fan. All like all our losses were disasters. So it was oh, like blowouts. it's not like we have no heartaches. I mean, I, well, I would still the, the say first one against the Giants. Oh, I, you know what? Say. I didn't see the Dallas one. I didn't see the Dallas one. The Giants right. one wasn't a blowout with Sims and Elway. Yeah, we lost by nineteen. Points, yeah, lost 30, by nineteen. Was Second half. Yeah, yeah but the one that points. was a you know the one that was a disappointment to me was the Washington 40, one. Oh yeah, ten nothing. They were. You, you know, you're winning ten to nothing. Yep. You know, and, and then. You just collapse and give up 35 points in the second quarter yeah. to a name a no-name quarterback. Right. I, I'll just say this though, Dave, and the most disappointing was um definitely 48. You know, not only that it was in our backyard, but if you ever said to somebody that score is gonna be 43 to 8, you would be yeah. like, Manning's gonna rip them up. Right. That's never no happened. They're not they're, Seattle's not scoring. For, I mean, Seattle scored every way kickoff yeah. return a safety oh just, yeah it was it was a nightmare watching that game well as soon as that first snap was uh oh, right over, over, manning's, over head. manning's head i yeah. was like boy this isn't gonna be a good game but let me, i got one more for dave kenny i swear by I promise one more last bronco question I'm fine. I'm my fine. my super worst one, two bronco losses ever not even those super bowls 96 jacksonville and 2012 
Baltimore. Both divisional round games, both number one seeds. Those were the two worst Bronco losses I've seen. I'll agree with you wholeheartedly, especially that that Jacksonville one. I mean, come on. They were they were up, what, 13, 12 nothing in that game or 13? They were up 13 nothing in that game. You're playing a second-year Jacksonville, and that was that was a bad Tom loss. Cough, Tom Coughlin coaching that team. Tom Coughlin, right. yeah. Mark yeah. Brunel, we couldn't – Mark Brunel was like Steve Young. We couldn't, like, grab, touch him. <laughs> Seriously. Like, every third down he converted, it was, like, nuts. Nuts. All right, let's do Kirk. this. Final thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. No, as bad as those get that those two games you mentioned, Sissel and I'm sure Kenny will remember, in my opinion, the worst Giants loss ever, 49er Giants game. Giants up by 24 points in the 2000. Oh, San Francisco. Jim oh, Fossil, like, when when they yeah. faked the when they when the they threw the ball and it was clearly pass interference and the referee yeah. looked yeah. right yeah. at him. You're and, not and getting refused, that call. Refused to throw the flag out there. Give me a break. He's getting tired. Yeah. Paul, that, that was... Paul, Paul, we beat your boy Conklin when I was at Seton Hall. He was the head coach of Rochester. We beat them 31 to 24, and we were a 35 point underdog. No kidding. <laughs> Who still wow. had to? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's do final thoughts. We'll give it to our special guest, Dave. You got the floor. Final thoughts. I think there is so much pressure on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this team, they they sold everything. I mean, they mortgaged everything to build a team to win a Super Bowl. And I, I think there's so much pressure on them. Um and if if they lose, I mean this this is just an utter failure, and people should lose jobs over this. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you you trade you don't have a first round draft pick till twenty twenty five. You know, I mean, that if they lose this game, it, it's it's a a huge failure in, in my opinion, and I think that pressure is going to be insurmountable for the for those guys. All right, and, I'll go uh, and next. And Dave, I oh, just want to just Dave uh, to share fourth and ninety nine and Rocky Mountain Sports Network your schedule this week, Dave. And uh, oh, okay. going forward, yeah, um, fourth and ninety nine, uh, we will have a show Saturday at noon Eastern Time, ten Mountain Time. Uh, actually, Kenny's going to be joining us. It's going to be our Super Bowl uh, show, so we'll be doing that. And then starting uh, after that, we'll be on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Uh, until probably till the regular season starts again. Then we'll go back to our our Wednesday time slot and then our our Sunday pregame and postgame shows. And your Friday freestyle show, Dave, that one's a lot oh, of fun. Yes, I forgot all about that. So uh, we have a freestyle Friday where it's at 10 o'clock a.m. on Friday, and it's pretty much just whatever people want to talk about. We don't go in with a, an agenda and – you know, we just rely on the people that are that are viewing the show to throw us some comments, and we'll just start talking about things. Two weeks ago, we were talking about college gymnastics. So, yeah, you know, that was a lot of fun. I did the show with you and you, Matt last week, and I had a lot of fun doing that. You don't know what's yeah. coming up next, and uh, you know, you don't know what you're going to talk about, like you said. So that was a lot of fun. All right, I will go next, uh, Dave. Thank you for joining us. Um... Listen, us Bronco fans got to stick together. I know we, we may argue, we may argue like little girls, but you know what? Hey, we love each other. We're all Bronco fans, and we'll be ready to go. 
On another note, the Super Bowl, I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope it's a great game. I am on the Rams. I do agree with Dave. Hey, you know what, Mr. McVay? A lot of pressure on you, a lot of pressure on Stafford. I agree with the moves they made because they're here. But you know what? It's not like they better win now. They better win. They better win one Super Bowl in this McVay-Stafford area. Or that is complete bust. And on the third thing, Kenny, you and I, maybe Sis and Paul, we got to get on another thing because I could talk three hours about these friggin' Knicks. I'm disgusted. <laughs> it's a joke. And I'm going to tell you this right now. They should all be ashamed of themselves. And Julius Randle is the biggest joke. Because if that you watched that game versus Denver last night, oh, we don't have Mitchell Robinson. What did we give up, Dave? 130? I mean, uh, 132 in the first half. 83 in the first half. But you know what? I don't want to hear teams complaining about they don't have players either. I know. I mean, Get, look, what, look what Joker's doing, you know, with two of our top three players gone. I'm disgusted. And Kenny, I, 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 you know, we talk about this all the time, but here's my last thing. I was the biggest guy. I want Kyrie and, and KD. Kenny, I don't want them. Let's build it. We'll take Randall. Kenny sold me for it. Last year, now, right down the tubes. Besides RJ, get rid of everybody. Quickly, top in. We're not going to win with these guys. We're just not going to win. Thibodeau don't want to coach the young guys. It's a joke. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Seriously. That's my final word. The Knicks are a disaster. Paul. You sure that was the final word? Disaster. A month ago, you asked me, who would you trade from the Knicks? And I shocked you guys. I said, Julius Randle. You looked at me like, what the hell? Are you crazy? Now you know why. Yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, a, a little while ago, we said, are the, these are the two best teams in the Super Bowl? We said, they're probably not. But you know what? Sometimes the two best teams, as we saw last year with Kansas City and the Bucks, don't make for the best Super Bowl. So, I think these two teams are going to be matched very well. I think these teams are going to be, it's going to be a close game. I think every, I'd like to see a close game. I want to see a close game. I don't want to be bored after the first half. And I think and hope that the teams come out, play well, and it's a close game throughout the whole, uh, the whole contest. And uh, I, I think the Rams will pull it out. So that's my thoughts. All right, Mr. Sis, you're fine. You, did, did you like that little rant? Bird is like my brother. I love him to death. But I can tell you this, fellas. When it comes to big games, college, pro, <laughs> Super Bowl, no. He's 0-3 he's in Super Bowl games. <laughs> anyway. Really, Kurt? Yeah. My last three, this. I am. Yeah. It's Bad. like Aaron Rodgers, huh? Yeah, exactly. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> That's I why you want give, him. Uh, I want to give Paul his kudos because he called Wink going to the Giants. Yes, great move for the Giants. Paul, did you see the late addition this afternoon who they're looking to put on that staff? Uh, are you talking about one of the Ryan brothers? Oh, my God. No, don't do that. I know. Well, who do are you talking about? He's terrible. Him and his pony. I know. I don't want no coach with a ponytail on my team. 
<laughs> anyway. So who are you speaking about him or? or... Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, want him. I know. Well, I know. Kurt, believe me. Kurt, I mean, uh, sis, just wait about 10 years and you'll have coaches with man buns and everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You're laughing. <laughs> Again, you're 100% right. Oh, man. Right. But any, everybody enjoy the games. Don't eat too much. And I'll be texting Kurt at the half when the Bengals are up 21-7. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kirkpatrick, take it away. Knicks, uh, I'll give up on Randall just like you guys. I was the biggest Randall fan, but he can't handle the pressure in New York. That's no. it about the Knicks. Wake Martindale, loved the guy down here in Baltimore, watched a lot of the Ravens games. The guy, in my opinion, is a great defensive coordinator, very aggressive. I think that's what the Giants need, aggressiveness on defense. Love to hire. And back to the Super Bowl. Uh, first of all, thanks to everybody, Dave, Frankie, Carson, your nephews, Kurt, everybody joining us tonight. A lot of fun to have everybody on. Yep. Give us their Super Bowl thoughts. Uh and last but not least, enjoy the game. It's perfect uh, Davy versus Goliath situation. You got your team building, rebuilding in small market Cincinnati, and you got your team large market going for the buy-in their way in. So you got the buy-in against the rebuild. It's a perfect uh, perfect storyline for for uh, the Super Bowl, and let's hope we get a good game. And, and you know and, what uh, I love, Kenny, too, is when that game is over on Monday morning – Look, we have two Bronco fans, no playoffs. Three Giant fans, no playoffs. But Monday morning, you wake up, everybody's even, right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. We're even. We're all zero and zero. zero. Let's go. And, and you know what? You all nailed it. The Rams better win this game. Because if not, it could be an epic failure over there. And that's my final thought. Enjoy the games, everybody. All right. And enjoy Thank the you. game. We'll see you for Wits and Wagers tomorrow night. See you tomorrow. And Dave, I will right. definitely see you guys Saturday. Looking forward to spending the uh, hour with you and Keith. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Have a good night. All right, thanks for having me.